0: Hey girl, hey! Here we go again! I you do. still have some yes, parties. I just so. have start off as a slumber party uh, since after a couple <laughs> of glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there we come to slumber, slumber parties. Hey girl, hey. hey! I am LaShawn Tippin, better known as the Chatter hey Chick. Hey
1: girl, hey! I am the Millennial Chick. Hey girl, hey!
2: <laughs> box is
3: that? Juice box is that? We are ready to go in. I got the juice box. You can't see it in the virtual background, but it's there. It's there. Uh welcome to the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. We have a special show tonight. We got two Hey Girl Hey spotlights. Star yes. Essence joins us today. She is the founder and president of Morningstar Star International. We're going to talk more about that. Also talk about her book called Guide Me to College. And it's 10 vital steps that every urban youth needs for college and not just high school, like 48 year old women who need real to great. finish. Right, <laughs> the real, right. Grown, 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 grown people. And right. then we have the finesse chick. The finesse chick is back. Naomi Ritter of the finesse Institute. She's the founder of the finesse Institute. She's gonna talk about um, World Food Day, which is happening this Saturday. And mm-hmm. the Eat Initiative is doing big things. If you are not on social media and you've not seen all the posts about World Food Day, if y'all don't know this, you must have just got out of prison or woke up from a coma. Because let me tell you something. Eat Initiative has been posting everything about World Food Day. So, right. You're not going to miss this. Not this time. So here we go. <laughs> let's let's get introductions out the way. And then, um, and then we're going to get to the hot topics. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown.
0: And I'm the chatter chick, Lashawn. And I'm y'all millennial chick, Jeer Jeer. <laughs> Let me tell you something before we get to hot topics.
3: So I'm out with Jerry uh, at breast cancer walk, and one of my y'all soror- tell me about sorority that. sisters. I got breast. There's like a hundred breast cancer walks. So one of my sorority sisters was like, I was introducing her, and she was like, Oh, that's Jeer Jeer. I know Jeer Jeer. I was like, oh, That's me, y'all. Cheer, cheer. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna be 85
0: years old. They like Jeer cheer in the wheelchair. I know hey. taking puffs of oxygen. <gasps> hey, cheer, cheer. <laughs> Holl at your boy. <laughs> uh,
1: okay.
3: Oh I'm glad I'm glad we're laughing because this story. Um, The first story we're going to talk about covering hot topics. Um, I laughed at the Netflix special, uh, the Netflix special called The Closer. I thought it was funny, but some people out here that -hmm. share the air with us do not feel it was funny. Netflix was in a lot of hot water. As a matter of fact, thousands of Netflix employees have threatened to leave their jobs as if they were working Mm. at the Dollar Tree or the Burger King. They was like, (laughs) quit. We don't think he was funny. I thought he was funny. Um, Netflix, the CEO reportedly doubled down, according to the Huffington Post, um, in relation to the Dave Chappelle comedy special, sent a memo out to staff um, saying like, OK, we know a lot of you have left have left angry and know you've been disappointed or hurt, but the closer didn't he didn't believe that the content directly translated to real world harm. Maybe because I am not of the community, um, and I look at Dave Chappelle as just this a-hole comedian, like Michael Shea, um, and so you kind of expect that, but, you know, I, I get, you know, why people were upset. I s- actually saw a woman in the crowd was like, man, she was big. Yeah, of course, like, I mean, she was right in front, like, you ain't mm-hmm. funny. You ain't funny. So, I mean, did you see The Closer on Netflix? Uh, uh, what do you think? Do you agree with the employees? You think he should, you think Netflix should pull it? You know, Dave Chappelle doesn't care. So, right. to check, you, you tell me, because Jerjer didn't see, you know, she don't watch the stuff we watch because we old and she yeah, only watch YouTube. She only watch YouTube. So,
0: I, <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> I watched The Closer and Dave Chappelle is by far when they call him the goat, he is the goat of comedy because his Great. comedy makes sense. Mm-hmm. And he starts from, like, he. it's like he writes a book and he starts with the beginning and he comes with the conclusion. It's conclusion is always good. Now, right. when I saw this one, I knew people would be offended. Um, he, he made some offensive comments. Like, you know, I'm not going to tell the show, but he said the reason that he, you know, lives in... Um, the place in Ohio that he lives in. And he says, because he, he he think the women are beautiful and beauty is subjective. And he says, well, quite honestly, I like, you know, white women with dirty feet. And you know, so that would make people <laughs> be offended. <laughs> but I thought that was funny, you know, um yeah but that, not that's, white that's, people, not white women with dirty feet. Not, they were mad about yeah, it, white and women it. with dirty feet are not going to think it's funny. I thought it was funny when I first listened to it, but it could be hurtful. But when he brought it back around to, you know, things that have happened to him and like the races that made him feel some uh, a certain kind of way, and he even brought it back to the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. how they have, you know, said that he was degrading to them. He, he even explained that. I thought he did an excellent job, and of mm-hmm. course, with every comedian, everybody gets offended. Everybody mm-hmm. gets offended. But Dave I, Chappelle is not called the goat. For no reason he is the greatest of all time when it comes to comedy he's he's one he of the smart
3: he he that's, said that's I mean, why i'm the, the one who walked away from 50 million dollars i'm the one I, if there's nothing that i've never been through like if, if you if you think i've never been through anguish or hurt or whatever i'm i'm the one that walked away from 50 million dollars like mm-hmm. i'm that guy so i mean but you know but i guess you have to be a part of the community naomi star what do you think
1: I have yet to see it, so I can't really comment, but mm-hmm. I agree with LaShawn, um, the chatter chick, that it's hilarious. He's a funny comedian, and people should take him for who he is. He's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he does.
2: He like
3: she- oh, I thought she was about to say, I don't think he's funny. That's the kind no, of so, the
2: thing are, so here's the thing. When I was younger and he was doing a Chappelle show, I was like on my super black power. Like, that's not funny. You're trying to be a slave. Blah, 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 blah. But then, you know, as I got older and I was like, I just sort of chilled out a little bit. I also realized like, he really does talk about everyone. Mm-hmm, he talks right. about everyone. And so it's like, I can you know, I can empathize with people who are in the LGBTQ community and how they mm-hmm. may feel offended. But at the same time, he talks about everyone. And yeah. so it's like, you you know, it, it's kind of a struggle between don't be so sensitive and accept people, accept him for who he is. He yeah. talks about everybody. He talks about everyone. And, you know, like you said about him saying he like white women with dirty feet. He loves saying how he has an Asian wife and, you know, talking about how just he's, you know, felt embraced by different cultures. But just like you also said, he's still, he's a comedian. He's the one who walked away from that money. He's the mm-hmm. one who walked away from all of that. And one of my favorite lines that he had said um, in response to the backlash was he was like, Y'all cancel me on Twitter. Twitter's not a real place. Yes. (laughs) We forget that. It's not real. Twitter's not a real place. It's not a real place. So that's like, I mean, honestly, if you don't like them, just don't like them. But honestly, I think, right, the main thing that really had me sort of thinking was, um, I forget who it was, but someone had said, and it may have been Chappelle himself has said, Y'all are more concerned about the fact that I'm talking about this these type of jokes versus like someone like the baby who killed someone. Oh, it was about the baby. That was the, it, was the, yeah. it was Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Saying like the baby yeah. took a life, but he was he took a black person's life and everybody's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. But as soon as he starts making these insensitive jokes, you know, towards the, um, the LGBTQ community, now everyone wants to be up in uproar. And I mm-hmm. think that's really where we need to be leaning into, like, hmm, because
0: that's true.
2: So... And he, and
0: he said yeah. that. So it made you, it made, he says, uh, it, it will, if you were part of that community, well, maybe, I don't know, but it'll make you feel some kind of way when you think about it because the baby killed someone at a Walmart, right. a Black mm-hmm. person, but he yeah. makes these statements against a group of people and he's canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say neither one of them were right, but he killed somebody. Right. But that was right. not a big deal. That was a lie. Right.
1: People and he also talked about it in his music, too, you know. So another thing I had noticed that uh Dave Chappelle had said, um, he was like, if this is what being canceled feels like, that means mm-hmm. I love it. on mm-hmm. something right. And going back to what you said about the Chappelle show, I used to watch his show all the time. And I mm-hmm. thought it was. And he um, would talk about everybody. He talked about black people, white people, mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. No, there's humor, and that's why it's comedy. You know, like, and now I, I think now in today's society, people are more sensitive than back then. Super
3: sensitive,
1: super more sensitive. You can't say anything, you know. And so, if that, you know, if that's the case, then don't watch it. You know,
3: just don't like. So here's the thing, and so we've had representative uh representatives from the lgbtq plus community on the show um right. shasta seora thomas uh, from sisters pittsburgh and mm. you know that that young lady is very passionate about her organization you can't come not a not a near nutter sideways about the lgbtq plus community like not even a light-hearted joke because right you're tired of being the punching bag that is so Mm -hmm. easy for society to make jokes about us. And, you know, just like we can't, we don't, we're not going to allow a white person to call us nigga, but it's okay for a black person to call us nigga. It's like, no, it's wrong, period. And so where this community is saying, it's no longer funny, even if you don't mean it to be, it's Mm -hmm. not. Um, And so I get it. But I didn't think that that's where he was. He wasn't coming from a malice stance. You know? He wasn't coming from a right. place that caused harm. He was telling a story, and that's what comedy is it's, it's storytelling. So you know, I I, I get both sides, but it, it it really. But then there was a um a trans oh, oh yeah trans, a
2: trans comedian who
0: was Duffy, like speaking
2: in
3: What
0: is his name? Yeah. Uh, Daphne. Daphne.
3: No. No, he had a a friend. Daphne is the one that passed away, right? Um, But there was another person who's out right now and was like, he did not do anything wrong. Like leave him alone, let him let him go. So uh, he essentially told Uh, Dave. Dave's gonna be
2: fine. And you know what that makes me think of? Remember when everybody was up in an uproar when Kirk Franklin was wilding on his son, but his son was being disrespectful. And so now everyone is like, oh, Kirk Franklin, you can't talk to your son like that. Nope, that is his son. That is his business. So it's kind of like you just gotta, you know what I mean? It's like give and take. I don't know. It's, it's we weird. give social media a lot of
1: yeah. power. A lot. Yeah, of I think power. people are just being extra sensitive police. right now. It's right. a lot of mm-hmm. sensitivity, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if you continue to, you know, um, damn the comedians for their storytelling or just telling jokes, I don't even mm-hmm. think comedians will be around come 20, 50 years from now. Wow. If people continue to be sensitive. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, people all right. are getting their jobs uh, paid for. You know what I mean. And like you said, it's it's not coming from an intent of harm. You know what I mean. Like it's you know I don't know. Maybe like you said, if I was a part of that community, I could probably you know and em- you know emphasize better with it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I have to watch it for myself. But just in general, he's a comedian. He is the greatest of all time. He's, he's gonna going to be okay. Time.
2: He's gonna I mean, be, I other he's things, gonna be okay. He's gonna be okay. I, I also think of how you know people try to put responsibility on people like a Cardi B or even a Lil Nas X in terms of their music and how um appropriate or lack of it is. And what do they say? I'm not responsible for raising y'all kids.
0: And well, yeah, so it's like,
2: you know, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it is hard when you say like, "Oh, you're being too sensitive or not sensitive," because you can't always tell someone else if they're being too sensitive. But at the same time you have to have that accountability within yourself to say, you know what? This is harmful to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to walk away. I'm going to go into a different direction. Like, don't put it on the other person. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they're invoking harm, obviously, or they're violent. Right. But it's right. like, you. at what point do you regulate yourself and say, you know what? This is not the comedy that I would prefer to watch.
3: Right. You, you
2: right. know what I mean? Like, don't be mad at me. If I'm Cardi B, don't be mad at me because you're letting your children watch whatever, listen to whatever.
3: Jesus right? I, I just want to say- to those thousands of people who want to walk out their job, you are not going to get unemployment. You're not. No. I'm just
0: saying, I'm sorry. if you leave, you will not get unemployment benefits. Yeah. So I really you know think... what? That takes one of those. Let me holler at you. Yeah, no, do <laughs> I
3: just don't watch Dave Chappelle anymore. Just don't watch. Yeah. Him. All right, so don't leave anyway.
0: your job. Yeah, don't that's, that's it. it. No, no. It's a job, It's job. That's right. why he said it's the closer. He he said during that comedy, he, he said, don't he said, have oh, to. This is I'm it. I'm going there. It's a the wrap. He said if you see me walking, and he said if you see me shopping in Walmart, then my career didn't go as that thought. But you will never see him in Walmart.
3: He's paid. exactly.
0: <laughs> but he <laughs> could go there if he wanted to, and he could he buy can Walmart if he wanted to. to. He but money. you're not going right. to cancel
3: <laughs> He's got that money. All right, right. cancel. Mm-hmm. Let's get the let's get the who the f cares news.
0: Um, mm. So this
3: is the, this is this this is the part where we just talk about these news stories that people were double tapping on social media as like why is this news? Who the f cares? So one of the uh, stories was Megan The Stallion has teamed up with Popeyes. She's purchased a franchise and she has her own hottie sauce. Mm. All right, Megan. That's you say potty. Not, that's not your I supporter.
1: You I say
0: hottie sauce. Did you say potty or hottie? Hottie. What is oh, po- potty potty it? I thought you said potty too. I'm not Okay, I did, it wasn't man. just me. All right, it wasn't hotty. just me. Hot, hottie, hottie. But you know, I was like hot, what? hot The heavy ache.
2: The hot. hottie sauce. But wait, you i met LeSean that the laShawn was like,
0: Yeah. yeah was like, hey, <laughs> I thought you said potty, but I,
2: I knew yeah, it I, I was heard a hottie.
0: Hotty. I was confused. Sweetie
2: did I, that too with um McDonald's. She got a sweetie song. But there she didn't buy. Here. But she
0: didn't buy a franchise, no, no. though. No, no, no.
2: no, no now
0: no. I am proud of Megan because she brought a franchise. She didn't let them just put her name out there on a hottie sauce. She bought a franchise. Yeah, That's, business. That's business. That's business. That's leveraging yourself. That's so, smart. I, I like her. Yeah, smart. Is
3: smart. And for
1: Megan,
0: not a Lone know.
3: Star, not a PF Chang's.
2: Popeyes, yeah. though. Yeah. People oh love. God. God. They run out of uh, killing killing our people.
3: Challenges.
1: They're killing
2: our, they killin killin our, they killin <laughs> our people, man. They
3: run out of shrimp too much. Like it's just too much, <laughs> too much. The, too much. the, the line, line be so is always long. Always
2: It is
1: long. long. It is and and
2: they will never have nothing. No. Nope. Yeah.
1: And they always run out of chicken wings, or they always running out of fries. <laughs> <laughs> they always running out of. <laughs>
0: runnin out of <laughs> she, <laughs> she mad. mad. That's <laughs> a good, that's a... Dear <laughs> Megan. They,
2: got one they time always be running out of They always be running out of I don't understand. Get it together. <laughs> Dear
1: me, <Megan. laughs> I'm gonna have to write a review. Do not go to
0: this one. You know, Dude, okay. know. That's be good. If through your DMs. you have a business, don't slide through Jerry's DMs about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't don't do that. Don't slide through it <laughs> But that's good. You have a business and you're always like it's not good if you're always running out, but the lines at the Popeyes, I mean, that's such a oh, good God. buy. That's such a good, if we were to put our money together now, you know, the five of us and just buy a chain, uh, hey, I will talk about it offline, but I'm always with it. I'm not mm. doing that. Um, one thing, one thing <laughs> so Sharon
3: Osbourne is very rich. upset. You know, the former talk show host from the talk, Sharon Osbourne is upset and now she's pointing fingers, not sure if this is real or not, but she's saying, Cheryl Underwood, my so sweet, was ordered to undergo anger management for being rude. She was rude to stop at the talk. She was rude, she was rude, she was rude. She was rude. But guess what, you're still fired.
0: Fired right. you're fired, you're still fired. And you're not coming back, you're not coming back. Nobody cares. Bye, girl. Nobody cares.
3: Nobody Bye. cares. Yeah. Uh, who cares? cares that Too Short um, likes mixed women?
1: Who it was cares? the way he had said it. So people tried to come at Sweetie. And she, I, if you saw that clip, you could tell she was a little embarrassed. And she had said something to where she said, you know, all races are beautiful or something. Like, all uh differentiate the black or beautiful. They try to say she was being a colorist, but really she wasn't. It was your boy, too short. You like what you like, that's fine. But like it's just something about when a black man says I have a preference for you know mixed women just doesn't sit well with me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just it just I don't that's know. It, that's who they pick.
0: I, but is, but that's I get who
3: it. They all look
1: I, I like get it. it. You like what you I like do. I get it, but you don't have to like broadcast it out because you know how again how people are you know social media we gonna take it and we'll be like he only
3: like but that's girl. only if you will only hold it in if you care about what other people think about what you're saying like he don't care i mean he eventually apologized I, for it but that's know. him hurting my feelings is not gonna stop him from like from liking half 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 breed chicks. I don't want to say half breed chicks, but I you know what I'm saying? Chicks? Yeah, I don't that. That's what they said back in the 80s. Sorry, that was 1985.
0: Yeah, that.
3: Disclaimer, be- that was a 1985 reference. Uh we no longer say half breed and don't
0: say that. No,
1: we know yeah, my say thing is breed. who cares? That's who cares? just like um Chris Brown saying that he only wanna date light-skinned chicks. Um who cares? That's your preference. You know what,
3: Star? I honestly believe, and Naomi, maybe you can chime in. I honestly believe these celebrities do it because of other celebrities. It's like if they met Relevant. a chocolate sister, if they met a chocolate sister or even a thick chick, they're not going to walk the red carpet with her because those women are not accepted by that society. Everybody uh-huh. has, and I've said this on the show before, those Kim K cutouts. The same, uh-huh. the hair, The snatched waist, the big full lips, the big eyes, the big ass, like all of that. Are you saying
2: the black features, but on a non-black body? But not on a non-black.
3: Absolutely. (laughs) But they Uh would not, I would say Chris Brown probably wouldn't look at any of us.
1: We too dark for him.
2: Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That hurt. Or my hair is too, it does um, hurt. It does hurt. I love him. I was like But, you know, honestly, I can definitely um, empathize with people who say it doesn't matter or that's what he likes. But it's obviously a problem just because of white supremacy and because Mm -hmm. of slavery, because it's like you don't hear other races saying that. And as a people, we were taught to hate ourselves. So when you see someone out there just proclaiming that they would prefer another race, the common argument is you don't hear people from other races saying that. You can have a preference. Mm -hmm. You can say, hey, you know, I tend I I like to date different types of people like I don't want to just, you know, um, Mm -hmm. try to lock myself into one culture whatever however you want to justify it. but it's the fact that because as a people we was raised different and that's not even saying right. it in a good way like we came from being slaves like so we are in a unique position where we're the only ones at least you know in terms of this conversation and this culture that were that had it beat into us that we that we're not good enough for just being who we are so it's like now you're just falling yep. victim to that
3: so hit, to me, shout that out I to everybody hit. who's watching us live on facebook yo she hit- The comments are killing me right now. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Jackie Pace pace said, "Go ahead with his ugly ass. They can have
0: him." (laughs) Jackie, I I understand. He's not my preference either. I mean, so it's okay. I ain't gonna cap. I loved him. I loved him.
2: I love him. I don't. I don't. Mm -hmm. All right, here's another one, and and we're gonna we got
3: eight minutes to this this one. Uh, NBA baller Kyrie Irving. Um, What was the movie he played? Uncle What? Drew? Uncle, Uncle Drew. Oh, oh that's Uncle him. Drew. Uncle Drew is not going to play basketball. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's done because he refused to take his vaccine. Uh, he refused to get the COVID vaccine. So he was like, I'm still paid. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> y'all can I kick mean, rocks. <laughs> I'm still Uncle oh. Drew. I don't think, do you think that the player should be Made to take the the COVID vaccine? I know this is not a sports show, but I
0: don't know uh, about being made.
1: to Well, I don't like yeah of being forced to take a vaccine that barely
3: works. Uh, yeah,
1: and, it does and I, work. I say that for personal reasons, though. Uh, so and from experience from other people, it works up to a Everybody's certain. Everybody's body's different, but every, yeah. So I mean, it's up to him. Like I don't I don't like the idea of being. You have to do this, you know, Mm -hmm. I I don't like, especially with something still so new. Mm -hmm. Um, It should be a choice now in his field, being that he does travel so much and he's around so many different people. I understand it, but it should still, you know. And and I see where they're coming from, like, you got to protect the other players and the other Mm -hmm. people on the team and, you know, fans, like, whatever. I see, I get that part. I understand that part 120%, but I just, the idea of like, you have to do so you'll lose your job. I don't, I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't like it. I think it's,
3: remember everything that these businesses do is to save the business. Yeah. It's to save the business. I'll never forget working for Radio 1 and it was it was a blizzard outside and they put us in a hotel and they were like, we're going to pick you up from the hotel. And I was like, Oh, they really care. Somebody was like, they don't give a damn about you. That's so that you asked to be at work.
2: Uh-huh. All the
3: time." Oh, so it ain't about they-, they care about you put you
0: in a no hotel. Yeah. Well, I That's thought that, that was nice. Most of us go home. They don't come and yes. pick you up. We, you go home. You got to make it the next day, and I mean, I mean, on time. That is essential, right? So <laughs> You—they made job pretty essential to the business. I think Radio One did. But in terms of uh, Kyrie or whoever, I would say to the next ball player, if he doesn't want to take the shot, up next, who's up next? Right, you. <laughs> Let's take somebody else. So I mean, thought you were going to say it. up yours. I really there's so many people to it. that. I didn't think you were going to say up, <laughs> up next. I was like, <laughs> up, up. no, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I, I respect the brother's, uh, uh, you know, his convictions and, and yeah. how he feels about that taking it. But, you know, when, when they're saying that, when we've seen it, that it's a disease that affects people mm-hmm. um, and people have been dying from it. And so now mm-hmm. they created something and you might not, you might not like what they created or whatever. But if you look at our other diseases that have occurred, like polio, we don't see that around, but it took them years to make a vaccine for that. But people were we used to have to get these vaccinations before we went to school and everybody yeah. ab- by that, every parent and you and they eradicated those diseases that we don't see. Mm-hmm. So now that we have the technology that we have and things are moving at warp speed because we have the technology to get it done.
2: Mm-hmm. Um you it know, was a global don't... issue that's the thing it was everybody got everybody got it like it wasn't just like it affected a certain demographic mm, everybody right.
0: got rich people got it. that's what it was like oh no we gotta fix this yeah, we gotta okay. fix it yeah uh, well if he I doesn't want to do it for him i can understand for himself and um but if he doesn't want he could just make then...
3: another uncle drew movie i mean since Maybe... he's at home not doing nothing or just invest
1: in real estate. I mean, come on. Oh, just,
3: He'll be fine. <laughs> him, him and Dave Chappelle will be, be good. So here's another one. I need to know how many of us could relate to the uh, Ladies Night video on SNL. Yeah. That was
1: hilarious. How I many was- of
3: us was Kim or the lady with the shoes? I am both Kim. I am and lactose Kim. intolerant as well. I was all those women. I get sleepy at nine o'clock. <laughs>
1: I don't even I, it's hard for she me to was like me. there's just so much damn traffic. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much traffic. We gotta get back. We gotta request Uber right there's now so much <laughs> traffic. <laughs> when Kim That's fell me, on the little couch, I said that is me. Like I really be yawning and sleeping. I had my power <laughs> nap and I'm
3: ready to
0: uh-uh girl, no, no, let's go. Let's <laughs> go. It's like what time it. is it? 9 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's me. I tell you what, you ring my doorbell at 7.30 unannounced. I'm like, well, who rings somebody's doorbell at 7.30 yeah. in the evening? What's I was wrong thinking. with you? You better, you better catch me before the harness is off.
3: Catch me yeah. before the harness is off. Right, Listen. Listen. when I take the harness off, yeah. boom, it's a wrap. It's, so <laughs> it's, a, wrap. it's, so it's a wrap. I don't want to do it no more.
1: Right. Yeah. right. So that was, uh, Y'all know me, F-cares I'm a girl news. about
0: town. I go, I, go I go everywhere, but I'll be like, oh no. Yeah, I'm I Kim saw LaShawn
3: almost wrecked my car. I saw LaShawn outside. I was like,
0: <laughs> that? you know i wasn't in them COVID streets for a little bit Nah, but you know just... I'm,
3: I'm vaccinated now so
0: i go out a little bit
3: so we just got two. some shots we got uh tammy thompson that's my uh my uh spiritual <laughs> twin tammy thompson is checking in jackie page checking in Amazing. uh is jackie beautiful <laughs> silver hair i love her uh, yes. jackie You're may is blessed. checking in as well vaughn sanders says, I feel like Chappelle just wants equal rights. The LGBTQ community has a better platform than African-Americans. Okay. And Mm -hmm. the Shade Queen is checking in as well. Shout out to the Shade Queen. My Shade Queen. Aisha, Aish, Joy is (laughs) checking in as well. What up, Aish? Yeah, so we are live on Facebook right now, so make sure you you stay close because we're going to take a quick break. We have two guests in the studio. We have two, uh, hey girl, Spotlights. We have Naomi Ritter of the Finesse Institute. She's going to talk about World Food Day. This is where everybody eats. No, that's
0: yes. not what it's talking yes. about. So <laughs> you get, 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 oh. get a meal. meal. <laughs> you get a meal. <laughs> you get a <laughs>
3: meal. <laughs> <You'll> get a <laughs> for everybody. No. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Star Essence, who is the founder and president of Morningstar International, also the author of Got Into College. So if you have a high school senior, maybe even a junior, thinking about going to college, she some tips for you so make sure you check in we are going to take a quick break this is the podcast of the media today hotel Veeam Pittsburgh stands for Voter Empowerment Education and Enrichment Movement. Veeam, V-E-E-E-M, is a faith-based, nonpartisan community organization dedicated to increasing voter turnout in the greater Pittsburgh area with voter registration and engagement events. Find more at Pittsburgh.org today.
2: Hey, girl, hey. Girls, hey. all
0: Hey, girl, hey. 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 We, hey. we
3: are back. We have two special guests Naomi Ritter I'm of the Finesse Institute. And Star Essence, the founder and president of Morningstar International, author of "Got Me to College. So we have two Hey Girl spotlights today. First 15, we're going to send it over to um, Naomi Ritter, who is, I believe you are, Finesse Institute is partnering with the Eat Initiative, correct? Mm-hmm. And World Food Day is happening this Saturday. So let's get to you real quick. What is World Food Day? And why is Pittsburgh such a significant city? Um, to host World Food Day.
2: Thank you for asking. So, World Food Day um, is a global recognition of um, food, food and. Um, access and hunger around the world. It was started by the food and um, agriculture organization under the United Nations. So it's a global, um, it's a global celebration. Um, The reason why it sort of came back up now is because while Trump was in office, you know, he withdrew from the United Nations and all of that. So we were actually one of the few countries last year that was not participating in the global celebration of World Food Day. Um, in terms of Pittsburgh locally, in 2016, the Pittsburgh Food Policy Council, w- which is a partner of ours with the Eat Initiative, they were the first um, organization, to my knowledge, to, um, rec- to bring World Food Day to Pittsburgh. They had a really huge event. They, you know, had, did some like hunger exercises and just, you know, brought awareness to um, food insecurity. That was in 2016. 2020 happens. A pandemic hits. And Chef Claudie um decides that now's the time to start the party again and it's time to bring it back. So that sounds like Claudie. we hadn't had you already know. He was like, Oh, we need to shake this up real quick. Y'all, y'all, he you was want, on honey, our let's show. Go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You go. already okay, know. Let's, let's go. go. Exactly, exactly. So then, you know, he decided, hey, it's a pandemic. The Eat Initiative has been serving meals throughout the entire pandemic, making sure everybody gets food. And it was also last year, the 75th anniversary of World Food Day. So it was kind of just like the stars were aligned and it was the perfect time to um, bring the celebration back to Pittsburgh in partnership with the city, with the Pittsburgh Food Policy Council, with um, 412 Food Rescue, with um, a whole bunch of different food, food organizations in the city. So that was last year the 75th anniversary. It was cool because we did a tri-state celebration. We did partner with um, the Haitian American Caucus in New York City and the Black Food Collective in Oakland, California. And we had a, tri- a tri-state um, virtual celebration in addition to an in-person celebration where we had partnered with um, Onehood Media and HearCore and um, a lot of different people. So we did virtual and online, virtual and in-person. <laughs> so this year, we're doing it again, bringing it back. Um, we're going to have the same concept. It's going to be virtual and it's going to be in person. The virtual component has a really nice panel that's hosted by Natalie Bensovanga, and there's a lot of um, different people who are involved in the food, um, food support, and food access work. Um, they're going to be hosting a panel. There's a couple of pre-recorded cooking demonstrations. We're gonna have a cooking demonstration with our chefs in Pittsburgh. And I think some of our partner cities are also gonna be doing some demonstrations. And simultaneously, we're also gonna be doing um, programming on the ground at the Shop and Safe parking lot, 1850 Center Avenue. There's gonna be a stage. Um, we got a stage donated. We're trying to get, you know, there's activities for kids. We're gonna be giving out um, meals and, um, Produce Boxes, sponsored by the United Way. And we're just going to have a party. DJ Big Phil was in the house this year. He's going to be spinning. Yes. So Henry Ben is back. They were here last year. So we're just going to party. Like, you know, we're partying, we're raising money for food insecurity, and our ultimate goal for all of this is to um, turn Pittsburgh into the first food-secure city in the country. So that's why we need everybody to come together, celebrate, support, donate money, because we're just trying to get all hands on deck so we can literally, like y'all said, feed people. You get a meal, you get a meal. Like, that's literally <laughs> what we're trying to do. So I want I to all
3: of it. Mm-hmm. I ask you, Naomi, so you said so that Pittsburgh can be... If, uh one of the most food secure cities in the country why mm-hmm. was it not like do we have too many people and not enough food too much mm-hmm. food and not enough people not enough you know well we we have too many yeah. people that can't afford the food so what was the what's the combination with that why is that so i on-
2: Honestly, um, the way I would approach that question is the same way you would understand why people who live in certain neighborhoods, their schools are not as good because of, like, mm. you know, the taxes are not being paid there. Black and brown um, neighborhoods, we don't always have access to grocery stores. We got to take two buses. I'm I'm at the Energy Innovation Center right now on the Hill. We had a grocery store, you know, thankfully we have one coming back now with um, Salem's, but there's no grocery store. You know what I mean? A lot of our neighborhoods, we gotta take two buses. We have to do all this. And it's like Mm -hmm. that strategically all over the country. And as we know, it's even worse in other countries. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is no, to my knowledge, there's no city in this country that is food secure. I believe at a point, I think like there was a city in Brazil, which was like one of the only food secure cities in the world. And so because there are no food secure cities in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh is such a, um, a food advocate, we're like, okay, y'all need to put your money where your mouth is. There's enough of us who are involved in food advocacy locally and enough of us who are involved in community engagement in partnership with the city and with policymakers where we could make this happen. So that's just mm-hmm. really, you know what I mean, what we're trying to do right now. Exactly. I see uh, Miss Jackie talking about, food deserts yep and McKees rocks exactly she's saying there's only one grocery store and it's an oldie that's exactly Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about I'm from home yep no grocery stores and you don't even realize it until someone brings it to your attention because that's just at least for me you know that's just how I grew up like going to the corner store eating quick meals eating fast food and then when I went to college is when I realized like oh people really be just having home cooked meals every day and They can get food easily, like that's a thing. So, you know, but that's how we're conditioned. It's strategic. You know, you have the people, the
3: people want these things. I don't understand, why is it so difficult for these neighborhoods, preferably the (laughs) urban neighborhood? I know this, but Mm -hmm. just just for someone who wants to ask this question, why is it that Hazelwood, um, Homewood, McKee's Mm -hmm. Rocks, why is it East Hills? Why don't they, well, East Hills says the Giant Eagle. Why don't they have, it's so easy for them to 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 put us a, a shop and save or a giant eagle or save a lot or whatever in these other neighborhoods, but not like Wilkinsburg has a save a lot, but we don't yeah. even got a
1: dollar,
2: but we
3: don't
2: <laughs> why aren't
3: they, there are people who are working there, are people who even have
2: assistance? You know what I mean? So there's there's money there. I don't understand what the what's the what's the issue. Like I say, it's the same reason why in our neighborhoods, the school districts aren't as good. They don't get funded as well. The taxes, or not the taxes, but it's it's harder to get a home and own a home in our neighborhoods. It's strategic. It's because of um, not only just like gentrification, but what's the other word, gerrymandering? You know, like Mm -hmm. it's just the way they set up these neighborhoods. And it, it is mind blowing when you go to more affluent neighborhoods it's a whole different world. They got mm-hmm. three different grocery stores and a Wendy's with high class French fries. They got all types of options. High <laughs> class, class French fries. fries. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: don't right. right. it. Don't
2: play Mount all of them. Mount Lebanon. All of them. The food they got is better. Them,
3: uh, the duck. Them, what's the duck? Uh, oil fried fries or whatever. Three times, whatever. They got the fresh oil. They got, <laughs> the got the fresh oil. oil. So, so shout to Tammy room. Thompson. No, uh, go ahead because she had a comment. Yep. I was about to. I
2: was about to bring Tammy and Miss Jackie into the chat because they were saying some good stuff. So go
3: ahead. So Jackie said we do the same work in our communities with the same organizations. We need to work more closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, something's popping up. Dang on it. Come on now, we need to work cl- more closely and and help and help these places. Tammy says retailers determine where they will place a store based on area median income of the community. If it's low income uh, community, there isn't enough income to sustain it. But they depend on uh, duck fries. That's right, duck fat. That's what it was. Those are some good fries too. But anyway, but they, but but we're the ones that's that needs. We're the ones that spend our money
2: to go and mm-hmm. yeah. We, ain't we got do no have to get it. That's, that's so no crazy to me. And I appreciate I appreciate Miss Jackie and Miss Tammy bringing this in because as we know, Miss Jackie, you know, she has a Love Rocks Cafe. She's killing yes. it. Tammy is a she has to Love expert. Rocks so, Cafe. Exactly. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we all got to work together to to yeah. eradicate food insecurity.
3: That like, part. That we have to work together. We are not. We we are. The main ones that will 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 tear each other down. We're, we don't mm-hmm. support. We take. We don't support. We'll shut it down. We'll talk bad. We'll spread rumors. We'll mm-hmm. and we don't. And it and it kills us. And we see it. We mm-hmm. see that it happens. And yet mm-hmm. we still watch it. I, don't I, I mean, sugar and smoke is a prime example. It's not a grocery store, but it was a yeah. restaurant. Yeah. And, then-
2: and shout out to Andrea because she is. Excuse me. She's still hustling out here. She's still trying to bring back a couple other projects. So make sure y'all raise her up as well because she is. She's like, listen, y'all ain't seen the last of me yet. Well, like, we good, good. But I, I was like, oh, yeah. I really hope this stays. I really hope it stays. And it, and it,
3: and it didn't.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. Is, even where you thing. guys are having, the, um, even where the event's going to be, where the shop and save is on the hill, you know. Mm-hmm that was a that was a grocery store staple there but just as fast as the trucks were pulled in to put something into the store they would be back taking taking them out before it got into the store yeah you know so sometimes we're our own worst enemies when it comes to that you know and and against our own businesses
2: yeah and i and i I agree with that and i hear y'all but it's like i just always but like, it's not the same. Like, we don't have the same resources. Like, we we have been historically poor and broke and last in line. So it's like it's not like we got the same starting line and now we're like, oh, we're always doing this to ourselves. Like, right. we're right. hungry. And I ain't saying that's right. I'm just saying we don't have the same starting have- Right. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah, right. It's, it's well, just the few that makes it bad, it's not everybody, so it shouldn't No, it shouldn't, no, 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 it no. doesn't be And I don't think everybody. it's fair that these families
3: have to suffer, these families have not. to go without. There right. are still families out there that's catching jitneys because you can't afford the Uber, or you're catching a jitney, or you're catching a bus to head over to the grocery store, and you can only do so much because you can't carry all the bags. Um, and you know, it's, it's just not fair, it's
0: blast. not
3: fair, right? Yeah, and
2: We've you have senior
3: y- citizens. In the area and they can't get right. out.
2: You know what I mean. So and they can't even carry all the bags, right, all the cans right. and milk. That stuff is heavy. It like is. On a bus? What if your
0: What if your bag breaks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a done deal. That I okay. to us.
2: It
1: was carrying bags up the hills when we first moved to Hazelwood, and we ain't have no car. We had to catch the bus, and one of the bags busted open. And all the cans exactly. rolled exactly. down the hill. We we, my brother and I, was chasing them down there. Luckily, we exactly. got, you got play, money. You're tired.
2: Come on, yeah. Monica said. Monica
3: said back? you have to have. Monica yeah, yeah. says you have multiple trips. So I'm that person that I'm. I'm gonna lose my fingers. I will put 15 bags.
2: That's <laughs> <every trip>. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going back.
1: I'm like, Put them right, on your the wrist, like,
0: your shoulder, like a purse. Put it on your Fingers back
3: like a So, how can we watch um World Food Day? How can we access it? How can we? um We got three minutes. How can we uh, support it? How can we participate? How can we give? What can we do?
2: Yes. So there are multiple ways. Um, We're going to be in person in the Shop and Save parking lot in the Hill District, 1850 Center Avenue from 10 to 3. Please pull up on us just to show your love and support. Dance, vibe, you know, we'll be there with the food. If for whatever reason you can't come out, we will be streaming live on Facebook. Now, again, the Facebook programming is a little different from the in-person programming, but it's it's still a vibe no matter which Mm -hmm. way. Um, You can visit us online at EatWorldFoodDay.org, and I can leave that in the comments as well. And then mm-hmm. we have um, a text to give, which I'll leave in the comments because I don't want to mess up the number. But the quickest way to donate and to contribute would be probably to text to give or to donate online. Um, but if it's not even a financial donation, we're always looking for partners in the in the food advocacy community. I see Tammy in the comments saying that you know she's in meetings with people who are really um trying to bring food, you know, bring back bring food back, and it's true. Like you know, people are really working together to eradicate food and security and it's almost like the perfect storm because pittsburgh is such a food city and because we're so nonprofit heavy it's like okay you working on this you're working on this and we're constantly finding ways to to make it work so yes thank mm-hmm. you for dropping at eatworldfoodday.org we're going to be live on facebook um a lot of partners are involved pull up on us on saturday please everybody and yeah just thank you you know what i mean that's what we, that's what we're doing
3: Appreciate you, Naomi. You could definitely tell she hey, worked with me. She doesn't said pull up like 18,000 times. Said, just pull up, up oh, yo. Just like pull up. Like, oh, pull up. up. That's like, Claudia. just pull up. Like, you know, what up? Blue I, fight, blue it, fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know about that.
3: There <laughs> she go. There she go. All right, here we go. So we're, we're going to stick to the community. We're going to stay in the community. If you had a young teen or maybe you yourself are looking to um go to college and but you you're kind of hesitant so our next um guest her name is star essence she is the founder and president of Morningstar International, which is an organization empowering, equipping, and educating youth and uh, youth and adults to succeed in a global economy. There's more to it. We're gonna, she's gonna give you her website and all you know, all the things that, to get in touch with her. But we're gonna talk to her, talk to you. I'm gonna act like you're right here in front of me. Um, talk to you about your book called Guide Me to College: 10 Vital Steps Every Urban Youth Need for College. So thank you so much, Star, for being here. Um, Thank you guys for having me.
2: What do you think
3: What do you think the biggest misstep is made from African-Americans when considering college education?
1: The biggest, in my opinion, is a lot of times we think we have to wait until high school to prepare for college. And that's the wrong thing that we've been taught for many centuries, probably even decades, that you have to wait until you get into a certain level in life or in high school or at a certain age to prepare for college. The real thing that you should do is actually prepare your child for college at a younger age, like fifth grade, fourth grade, maybe Mm -hmm. three years old. You should start Mm -hmm. introducing college to them so that they can be more prepared for college. And a lot of times we wait to the last minute as African-Americans to try to prepare for college and then expect that we're going to get a free ride to any college that we
3: choose to go to. So tell me about these steps, the 10 vital steps. Tell me. Tell us about the book. And what, so what you offer
1: the book yeah so the 10 vital steps is um step number one a lot of times we forget um what we why why do we want to go to college what is the main reason why you want to go to college are you going to college for yourself or are you going because your mama your daddy your sister your cousin told you you need to go to college so that you part. need to understand why <laughs> you want to go to college because once you get into college You're going to experience so many difficulties, challenges. You're going to have good times, bad times, rainy days, beautiful days. You're going to experience all of that. So once you understand your why, you can move to whole different levels in life. And even if you have a setback, guess what? You remember your why. You keep pushing on and going to the next step. So step number two is um, do your homework. Research the college that you want to go to. A lot of times people just go to a college because their parents went to that college, or their teacher told them, hey, you should go here. But a lot of times they get to a college campus and they realize, oh, I'm not a good fit, or this college doesn't mesh well with my personality or even my passion or purpose. So you get to that college, you're a freshman, you're like, okay, I'm new to this experience, And then your sophomore year, you can't afford it or you drop out because guess what? You're not a good match for that college. So a lot of times I tell students and parents, you want to make sure that you give your child or even yourself, if you choose to go to college as a non-traditional student, you want to make sure you go to that college campus so that you can get a feel and see if it's a good fit for who you are as an individual. And then you say, okay, now this is a good fit for me. So I'm going to go to this particular college. Mm -hmm. So, step number three, oh, yeah. Step number three is basically get other people to pay for your college education. A lot of times, 80, 87% of college graduates have student loan debt. 87%. That's
0: a lot. Yeah, that Be is. Still, a lot. Look, two hands. <laughs> Me. I said I would pay off my house before. I would. Uh, that's,
3: ridiculous. Loans,
0: that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous.
1: My house yeah, is eighty-seven percent crazy. How many of us so are just so just understand, like a lot of us, and these are black, white, Hispanic, Asian. Eighty-seven percent of college students have student loan debt. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Only ninety percent. Wait, I take that back. Only ten percent of college students who attend college have scholarships and grants. Full ride. Out of all of them. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. How many are African
1: American? Do you know how many are African American? It's slim very probably less than five percent. And it would have to be in sports. Most of them are in sports. You Mm -hmm. rarely get one that may have an academic full academic scholarship. Very rare. Okay. What's 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 number four? Number four um, basically have a strategic success plan. So you want to have a success plan for your college education, um, which is a combination of why you want to go to college. You know, what are your career goals? Are you going there to get more information about business or are you going there to work for somebody else? Like you need to understand, why are you even going to college and figure out which track you want to go. So if you want to work for somebody, you want to specialize in a certain career set or right. set. And then if you want to work for yourself, you need to understand business. <laughs> you need to understand accounting, marketing, all those type of courses. So you want to go mm-hmm. to college to get a full range of that information.
3: I don't mm-hmm. want you to give all the types away or all the steps away because I want <laughs> people to get the book. Right. Right. I want people to get right. the book what prompted you to take this challenge and write the book? What was it that you saw? Was it an aunt, as a niece or a nephew or a little boy sitting on the corner? Like, I don't know what I wanna be when I grow up. Like, yeah, was it something to, that prompted you to, to wanna to write the book?
1: Yeah, so it, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, what really prompted me to write the book. So when I graduated from Tennessee State, I graduated, it took me 11 months to find a career in my career field. 11 months and this was back in 2004 (laughs) so if it took me 11 months then just imagine how long it's going to take the students now or anybody who go to college so (laughs) yeah so just imagine that so the reason why i actually wrote the book was because i found out that more african-american students are further behind than any other race in america and probably the world so i was Mm -hmm. like how can i help my people and people who look like me and come from where I come from to help them be more prepared than I ever felt or any of my colleagues or friends ever felt. So that's yeah. why I wrote the book in
0: 2017.
1: Going back to what you had said about, um, it took you 11 months, almost a year to find a career. And for me, it took me a lot longer than that. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like Sometimes, especially African Americans, blame themselves for that happening. Like, oh, I didn't choose the right career. I mean, I didn't choose the right field, or oh, I should have, you know, moved out of state, or oh, I should have, you know, done it. How do you think that happens? You know, like why why does that happen, especially to African Americans? I think it's a combination of both. Um, it's a combination of you as the individual. And then it's a combination of the school or education or the education or career choice you actually chose. So say for an example, if you go to college, you from, I'm going to just use my hometown, Detroit, Michigan, and you go for psychology, right? There is not a lot of jobs right out of college for psychology. So how uh, are you expecting to pay back $60,000 to work for debt with working in psychology when a starting pay is probably only 30000 a year? Right. yeah
3: you, you know, and they're not telling you that. They, no, they're not. Not. <laughs> they're not. That's why tell you said you do that. your homework. That's why yeah. you said do your homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah They're not going to totally, tell you that. When I, I graduated totally from
1: you. college, it the average rate for an accountant at that time was, I think, thirty five thousand. So you telling me I just spent forty four four years at college and the average starting pay at that time was $35,000 for an accountant, you were lucky to get $40,000 right out of college. Right, right. And that, that's the thing that, bo- that bothers me. It's like, we go to school, you know, get good grades, uh, get in type all these extracurricular activities and stuff like that, internships, externships, whatever. And they only want to pay $35,000 a year. That's not enough money. That, that's is, not enough money Yeah. to add on to what you just said. The thing is, is if you were to get an externship or an internship while you're in college, matter of fact, your last year or your senior year in high school, you should get that externship or internship. You will be making way more money than 40,000 come graduation because you have that experience. The thing why you only making 35,000 or 40,000 at that time as an accountant, because guess what? You don't have that much experience, but the Mm -hmm. more experience you have working in that field, the more money you make. Yeah, but is that just
3: this market? Tammy just said it's one of the main reasons why we're losing young black professionals to other states. Pittsburgh wages don't meet the cost of living plus student loan debt. Here's Uh, the thing, this is why people are leaving this is yep. why people are leaving, especially our younger people. This is why they're leaving our city. So it it, it's just frustrating because if you know this and you need this in your market, why are you not offering the pay? What is, what's going
1: on? Because I don't they, can, they can always find somebody who, who worked the same job for less. So, yeah. so even if the young people in Pittsburgh are moving to, maybe a new york or maybe a dc or maybe even here in atlanta i don't know but if they can find that's the thing now anyway find somewhere to work that pays more and then work that job Mm -hmm. for two years and then find something else and work that for two years find something else work that for two years and keep it Mm -hmm. going like that until Mm -hmm. it's almost time for retirement that's what a lot of young people are doing right now especially millennials they're not staying at a job for 20 years anymore or even (laughs) ten. yeah yeah.
3: I was lucky about enough to stay pension. in my industry for almost 30 years. <laughs> There's so. no pension. Sean, we, yeah, got, we got five minutes. Sean, we have like five minutes. Do you have a, um? do you have a question? I definitely want to get her handles and her and Naomi's handles in, but I know Absolutely. you have a question because you're the reason Star's here. So
0: yes, because I knew, I knew that Star was going to write a book and do things like that. We both worked together for a company where we were trainers. So she's, she's a natural at, showing people and, and guiding people. So I knew that was going to happen for Star. And, and one of the, the other things that she said, too, is she, fro- Star, you frozen? Because you kind of look like you just, like, she, yeah. yeah, she froze. Yeah, oh, she- all right. But that's oh, not a bad froze, because sometimes you can be frozen, like, you don't know, want she- that. <laughs> that's a good thing that Star. Um, I hope so come you come know? back. Yeah, come on back now, Star, Starra. But, uh, okay, so, but one of the, the things that she said is about, you know, getting our kids uh, introduced to college way before. Like I love these, I love that they have those uh what is what is who who does the trips, the college trips, the black college tour. Black, mm-hmm. But they do it when they're in the 10th grade. Tenth grade, you should already have your money settled who's going to pay for college, 10th mm-hmm. grade. They should start those black college tours and this will help our black colleges when they're like in the fifth, sixth grade. They should yeah. be touring black colleges. I have a little cousin who knew that he was going to go to Bethune Cookman. You know, whenever, wow. because his mama was alumni from Bethune-Cookman. So he was like, that's where I'm going to school. She said, you know, she would go to the homecoming. She did all that. That's where he wanted to go to school, you know, yeah. and he still has some ways, but you have to put it in their head. You have to get them started early yeah, in mm-hmm. terms of education. And that's, yeah. you know, but some of us don't know. Some of, some of our parents didn't know because they didn't, they weren't educated. Mm-hmm. So this is a good thing. So I, I so appreciate my friend Star. Thank you, you know, love. When well, she came got back,
3: she connected. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah sorry, you he was you was frozen." He talking, she was. You <laughs> was out <like> the pros. <laughs> was it was good. just like <laughs> she was playing green light, like, yellow light, like, red light, like, stop. What? <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> so there's so much information and we appreciate everybody who checked in. Tammy has so many questions and comments. Last comment. I love this workforce revolution that's happening right now. People are over it and are moving along. I love that. I love the fact that our younger people, um, our millennials are not afraid to pursue whatever dream they mm-hmm. see before them and ask every question. You know, our generation, we're just kind of like cautious, like, well, mm-hmm. I don't really know. And, and you know, me and go, Jeremy, like, work. what time is it? What time to start? When I need to be there? Let's hey, go. My, Pull up. Well,
1: might, exactly. Yeah, we uh, go, go. We get straight to the point. Y'all just you know? pull it up. We be like, <laughs> that's so on the pulling work for up. So for yeah.
3: the pulling up, this is me and LaShawn. So the yeah. pulling up part, do we pull up on the side? Do we pull up on the front? <laughs> do we, you know, <laughs> how do we do that? Um, yeah, I'll send you an email. email. Right Drop me right an email.
0: Shoot me directions. Shoot me directions. <laughs> is this up. on
3: MapQuest or can
1: I
0: put <laughs> this?
3: <laughs> Google Not Map. Not the MapQuest. I'm
1: on the Map, you know. That, well, that insurance company
3: commercial. It's in the parking <laughs> lot talking about parking at the football game oh my god yeah oh my god yeah. all right so we're turning we, into we, our parents we, we are oh turning god. into our parents so i thank you star and naomi for being with us today uh naomi naomi uh give us your um give us the information one more time for world food day and the, the time we need to tune in on facebook or on the link what time we need to watch all the festivities
2: Yes, so World Food Day will be occurring from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday. Saturday. Yep, this Saturday. We're going to be in person at the Shop and Save parking lot in the Hill District, 1850 Center Avenue, and on Facebook Live on our Facebook page. Um, So tune in. I'm about to drop the um, how to text to donate in the chat. And um, if you want, uh, visit eatworldfoodday.org for more information. And as always, you all can hit me up, you know, DMs, text, call, whatever, um, if you want to learn more how to get involved. And last thing I'll say, because I did forget to mention this earlier, and thank you to Monica for putting in the comments, we're still looking for volunteers. So if you do want to get involved, but you don't want to, you don't, you're not able to do it from a monetary standpoint, please reach out to us because we need volunteers for Saturday because we're trying to make it a big thing and we need a couple more hands on deck. So yes, thank you for that.
3: All right. Thank you. And Star, how can we reach you? How do we get a copy of the book? How do we learn more about the Morning Star International? Give us all the deets there.
1: Awesome sauce. Um, Well, you can follow me. She said awesome
3: sauce. I like her.
1: (laughs) You can follow me at Star Essence on Facebook and Instagram. You can get the book. I don't know if you guys can see that, but you can get the book Guide Me to College on StarEssence.com. Um, also, too, I am doing a free college workshop next Saturday on October 23rd from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Zoom and um, Facebook Live through Morningstar International. So to sign up for that event, you can either go to my page Or you can actually go to Eventbrite and just look up Morningstar International um, event page and you'll find it there. Um, Also, too, you can learn more about Morningstar at Morningstar, I-N-T-L, at Twitter, Facebook, and the Instagram.
3: And she's not talking Morningstar, the meat, the the veggie burger. No, No, she's not talking about that. (laughs) Morningstar
1: (laughs) International, the youth organization. (laughs) She's like, no, no.
0: (laughs) <laughs> not the vegan burgers
3: they're not that you big. know them listen them black bean burgers is
0: fire, fire. fire. Listen. They
3: is
1: fire. Now, <laughs> to, I want to um add on to on November 6th Morningstar International we're actually doing a huge event um it's called the I am a star youth summit is for ages nine and up Parents Are Welcome is free. Um, Parents fee is $5. It will be virtual via Zoom and on Facebook Live. But this event, you're gonna be able to win scholarships, you're also going to be able to, we're giving away three scholarships, three $500 scholarships to any students open to the public. Um, so you have to compete for that particular scholarship. You can send your 30-second pitch to um, info at reachastar.org, info at reachastar.org to submit your 30-second video before October 23rd. But you'll get a chance to win $500 to help you go to any college of your choice. Or if you want to start a business, it can go towards that too. So, yeah.
3: Awesome. okay Yay. all right well cool thank you so much star and naomi for being on the show Sorry, we naomi. appreciate you so much information we got thank the finesse God. chick and the awesome sauce chick that's awesome. your name she is the awesome sauce, awesome. Chick. Awesome chick. sauce. Awesome star chick, chick. crisscross awesome. applesauce. all right so this is the hey girl hey podcast we're on streaming Apple Podcast, Podbean, everywhere, SoundCloud, just look for us, we're there. Uh, we're all everywhere. All the information, just find us, we're, we're there. I'm the radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm the chatter chick, LaShawn. And
1: I'm y'all millennial chick, The <laughs> chick, awesome
3: sauce chick. next chick,
2: Awesome. Yes. Yes. yes! It's a wrap, <laughs> it's
3: Oh. (laughs) Listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, RB, old school hip hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl, Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.